Welcome to the Backstage with the Simple Church Podcast. It's a light crew today. It I'm is. here without Scott, but Robin Horton, one of our Those favorite are guests. big shoes to fill, but I hope I can fill in for Scott today. I am excited to be here with you, Evan. That's right, and Jordan out too, so it's just the two of us talking just too good. Just the two of us. <laughs> hey, we could make it if we try, Robin. We're going to try really hard, so Jordan... Be forgiving. That's right. We hope Jordan feels better soon. Scott is getting ready to go to Juarez. Juarez. After you've heard this, they're actually already back through the magic of time travel, but mm. we hope they have a great trip. And we did some good for Juarez and Treeport Bozier this yes. past week. When you're listening to this, it would have been two Sundays ago on the Do Good Day for Be Like Bobby. So, Robin, let's go back. Let's talk yeah. about Bobby. Who was Bobby? And why did we do something for Bobby in honor of Bobby? Bobby was a longtime friend and mentor to so many people in the Shreveport Bossier community. Um, almost all of us on staff at the Simple Church in one way or another have been impacted in our lives by Bobby Stevenson. He was a simple man that um, really lived his life for others. And that's what impacted me from the first time I met Bobby almost 27 years ago. Um, and then just we just lived a lot of life together he kind of was like a brother I I didn't have and <laughs> so we served on a church staff together but more than that um we did life together and whether that was doing crazy events um supporting him in the work that he did in student ministry all the creative things um Sets he did for yeah. summer survivor summer survivor Loves, yeah, the, he had the best designs for Summer Survivor. So um, it was, yeah, Bobby was amazing. And so many people's lives were touched um, and changed because of Bobby's goal to live a great story. He really was, uh, he took very seriously the love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and mm. strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And he was always finding ways to love God, love people, and solve a lot of problems. A lot of problems. And mm -hmm. do good. He was. He was all about that. And it all came through relationships. Mm. And so that's what I loved about Sunday. So we can... Celebrate. That's there. right. So we got together. Simple Church, we have these days we call Do Good Days. Mm -hmm. If you've never been a part of one, maybe you're listening somewhere else and haven't been a part of it. We basically want to go and do good in the community. Mm -hmm. Do Good's kind of our brand. We have the Do Good store. You're the Do Good pastor. I am. And we want to do good. It's in the Bible a lot. People yeah. sometimes are like, why do y'all call it Do Good or whatever? It's like when you actually look it yeah. up, there's a lot of references to that. And it yeah. covers a really broad Right. swath of things it's a great phrase that i really like mm -hmm. and i know a lot of us around have adopted and used yeah. everyday language now because it's nobody's ever upset you're doing good <laughs> no right. what that looks like yeah. is different and it can be different forms and it looks different on different do good days too yeah so this one was unique a variety mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. so this one we met in chick-fil-a parking lots on a sunday morning because chick-fil-a is closed yes and thank you chick-fil-a shreveport bozier for sharing your space um it, it ended up being some cool things happened um, because we were in that space. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We'll get into that a little. That's another mm -hmm. tease. You, like you've done this before. Wow. Professional broadcaster, Robin Horton. Yes. But so we in the Chick-fil-A's, and we asked people to drive up and donate shoes to go to Juarez, Mexico. Mm -hmm. We partnered with an organization called Amigo Fiel, the faithful friend. Yes. And we've been partnering with them for a long time. Long time. Right. And it was a big deal to Bobby. Yeah. Uh, Bobby loved being a part of Amiga Fiel, leading students to Juarez, being a part of Operation Christmas Child, distributions in Juarez. Um, he, yeah, had a great relationship with them. So 
the fact that we were able to say, hey, why don't you bring some shoes, closed-toed new shoes. And that's what they had asked for, right? Yeah, we talked to Amiga Fiel and yeah. said, what can we bring to help bless you? Mm-hmm. And they needed shoes. And that was one thing that, um, one thing that would go a long way um, in helping them serve the families, the kids. The after-school program they have is amazing. Um, but just making sure that kids have... Um, some basic necessities. Because so. Juarez, people don't know anything about Juarez. If some people, they do know something about Juarez, it's probably it's one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Typically, mm-hmm. it's on that list. It's it is right on over that the list. border. Mm-hmm. But we've gone and partnered with Amiga Fiel there that's doing incredible work incredible just to work. change and reach out to the community. And like you said, after school care for kids, mm-hmm. the Blue House is, is that still the yeah. Blue House? I've been. They don't call it the Blue House okay. anymore. That's what it used but to be. it used to be, but it's not even blue. There you go. So it is, but it is their after school uh, community center, Amiga. It, they call it the Amigo Fiel. Um, but they ser- do the after school program is kind of one of their trademarks, but they are just involved in serving the local community, making sure people know that Jesus loves them, um, sharing Christ and all that they do, but also uh, providing food when people, you know, especially during COVID, that was a huge thing that people could not work, couldn't even leave their homes. And Amigo Fiel was a source for making sure that nobody went hungry. Um, there's a lot of ways that Amiga Fiel supports the community in Juarez, but Bobby loved, loved them. That's so right. we wanted to do something on that Do Good Day that really reflected uh, Bobby. And we're actually recording this the day before our team goes to Juarez, but next week the episode's going to be with Scott because Scott okay. is going on the trip, and we're going to recap Juarez and what happened Yay. down there in the trip. So make sure you subscribe, get this episode, and yes. then make sure you get the new ones each week when they come out. Perfect. But we're going to talk some more about Amigo Fiel and that. But the shoes I think is really cool because mm-hmm. let's be realistic, be honest. When we do these days, some people choose to sleep in. Some mm-hmm. people will take off. They're out of town. It's summer. They're traveling. Mm-hmm. How many shoes did you think we were going to get before the event? Um, honestly, honestly, I was optim- optimistic right. that we would get about a, a thousand pairs of shoes. A thousand pairs. Brian Reed asked for individual shoe count for some reason. Yeah, funny. So yes. that would be two thousand shoes, but shoe, a thousand pairs. pairs. <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, a thousand pairs. Just based on what I I thought we had the capacity to do, past events, you know, all of those things. But I think even Amigo Fiel really thought maybe we'd get a couple hundred pairs of shoes total. Because, again, people overpromise, underdeliver typically. Right. And Simple Church, what I love, I think our reputation is kind of, we're going to go in kind of low, but everybody always kind of blows yes. us away. And another tease, we'll give the final number at the end. We will, but we did, yeah. We, well, I, I didn't even tell them how many I thought we could yeah. be, because, again, it is better to underpromise and overdeliver. Surprise so, people. Yes, yes. And then Justin gave a great message about Bobby and living mm-hmm. a great story July 10th. So I think it inspired a lot of people. Yeah. And maybe if you didn't know Bobby or didn't have that connection, did a great job. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes. If sure. you haven't seen that message, go you back need to and watch. check it out. It's very inspirational. It was. So we're fired up. We get there. We're set up at Chick-fil-A. We're ready to collect yeah. shoes in Shreveport and Bossier. Yep. And then people start rolling in. So let's talk about the Brooks first. Yes. Alex and Hannah. Yes. They're great. Two amazing of my former students. Um from kids ministry, but they're now grown professional adults. They're siblings that are both in the medical field. I'm just so proud of them. But Alex and Hannah roll up with a pair of shoes and they are excited. Um, they loved Bobby. Bobby was a care group leader for Alex. So that meant a lot to him to be a part of that day. But me too. they roll up and um, yes, that's right. That's you right. were in the care group too. So we'll be talking a lot about care groups, life groups Absolutely. soon. So you want to be stay tuned on that but 
that was a really important piece to Bobby is um, creating safe places for people. And that was probably a safe place for you, Evan, but I know it was for Alex as well. And so for them to show up that day meant a lot to me, but I still looking back, I'm getting ahead of myself, but Bobby would have been blown away by the people that showed up. Um, But Alex and Hannah rolled up and they had shoes to give. And so we said, Hey, do you want to take the do good mystery trip challenge? And for them, that was and what's funny to me, just Easy. pause you real quick, is when we said this and we branded this, we talked about all the places that Bobby took trips yes. in Chicago and Los Angeles and he went to New York City mountains. and yeah. And what's so funny and, is yeah. when we said it, we said it'll be in Treeport Bozier, but some people missed that and started asking you that weekly nup to it. Yeah. Like, you're not going to like send us out of the country, are you? Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to. We don't have to whitewater out. Even my, sorry, mom. Oh. Even my own mom was like, um, can you give me a heads up of what we're going to have to do tomorrow? Like, uh, just so I even know what to wear. And um, like, I'm not going to get hot and sweaty. And all like, it's not going to be unsafe, mom. It's going to be. Some people's personality, fine. though. It's hard yeah, to be in a mystery to are, not know. A lot of people are risk adverse. Yes. So they just want to be prepared and ready to go. It was a stretch. And it was a stretch for some people. They were afraid we were going to ask them to whitewater raft or <laughs> jump out of a plane, which... Bobby led students to do. Absolutely. And he bungee jumped off of some of the craziest places in the I U.S. I bungee jumped in Las Vegas. <gasps> you did? I did. Oh, my gosh. And I, I will never forget, that. as long as I live, my best friend, Barry Harper. Yeah. It's huge lineman. We're at the top right. of it. He's in my group of three at the top, and he chickened out. He couldn't do it. He saw and looked down and backed out. And that was the beauty of mystery exactly. trips. Because it, it showed, you know, he was. He was that linebacker. He was that big football player who everybody thought was all tough and then when you get in circumstances where you're out of control and you're like I, I can't do it it's I can't do lesson. it so <laughs> so we had people show up like that on Sunday they were like a little apprehensive I'm not sure I want to do this but not Alex and Hannah they'd both yeah. knew Bobby had both been on mystery trips and so they were ready for that but it was really great because their clue led them to the local Starbucks that Bobby spent a lot of time in Alex and Hannah. Which is funny. I don't remember when that started because I don't remember Bobby being super into Starbucks when I was in high school. Yeah. And then as he got into college, I think he started going, but I think he became more obsessed. Well, I don't even think he liked coffee. Right. He did not like coffee. He actually helped me find a coffee that I would drink when I turned 40. Okay. Or, yeah. So it's been, I think he'd only been a coffee connoisseur for more recent 10 or 12 years. So, but it became a place everybody knew they would run into Bobby almost once a day if they came. And it's a communal center. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It Starbucks was. is intentionally branded and made it that way where it's yeah. a third place, right? There's work and your home. Uh-huh. You need somewhere to go. And Bobby was a regular where people show up and he see He was him. a regular. So Alex had spent time with Bobby there. So it meant so much to them. I think that they got to go and um, and their trip clue, they'd open an envelope. It said, let of a great story. Um do good mystery trip on it they'd open it up you would see instructions and everybody got something different for the most part they may have been a little bit similar but the locations were different and the instructions on what to do so theirs was to go to your local starbucks and um, encourage the barista there and tip big Um, and so we were able to follow them there and i think you actually went yeah i got with with them them. in there Uh But just they were able to go in and encourage that staff who knew Bobby really well. Yeah. And I think, didn't she come back and say that some 
somebody wasn't sure who Bobby was and all the baristas were filling him in. That's how much he was known there. Absolutely. So follow us on YouTube. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can see the video of Alex and Hannah doing good. good. It'll be up by the time this is out. But yeah, we got to go and film it. Paul Reeser, our do good reporter Mm -hmm. went with him and we actually talked to the manager who had known Bobby, but there was pretty new employees and one guy, the girl turned to him and said, so why are they doing this? Who's this? And I'm standing kind of off to the side and I'm just listening in. He's like, you know that guy with the beard? She's like, I love that guy. Where's that guy? He's not been in a while. It's like we passed away and watching them walk through that and then he's like but he was just part of this church that wanted to do something for us and yeah that's so cool it was really thoughtful just to see in real time people talk about bobby bobby and share his legacy the bobby and go through and be able to just be known for that be doing good his reputation who he was how he treated people Everybody that knew Bobby loved Bobby. Not very many people, if any, had negative things to say because he cared about people. He did. And so he he made them all feel seen. Yeah, absolutely. Made me. So we talked about care group. I was 14 and he was a care group leader for me and Mm -hmm. gave me a ride before I could drive and to go talk. I think I was with him on his very first Warriors trip. I think that 2002 trip Mm -hmm. was the first time he had been. So we were on that same trip together and just watching him play with the kids Mm -hmm. and he climbed the wall on that one and got in trouble. There's a picture of him sitting up on that thing and we were laughing because the adult is the one acting yeah. out and cutting up and it was just who he was he yeah. was always up for an adventure and a mystery and always. watching all our friends go on those trips and can't wait to go on my trip and then getting to go on the mystery trip right i never really pushed to find the clues i was okay not knowing but there were people that really wanted to yes. know and figure it out and just like so our clues weren't complicated like bobby's senior trip mystery clues uncrackable pretty much uncrackable you he even really with hard. google <laughs> you could not figure it out that's right so Ours were a lot easier on Sunday. Yes. So it was pretty straightforward what you were going to do um, or where you were going to go and um, how you were going to do good for someone. So I think Bobby loved Shreveport Bossier. He loved to see the world, but he loved this community so much. So I really think he would have been so honored that people mm. really were thoughtful. So they'd come up and people would get different clues. Some were going to fire stations. Some were going to Starbucks. Some were going to a restaurant. And all you had to do was eat lunch and tip big and then tell the story to your waiter or waitress. And the stories that we heard just from people who sat down at a restaurant and then shared with their waiter or waitress um, what Bobby meant to them or why they were doing it. And maybe they didn't even know Bobby. Yeah. Um, But people were sharing the stories. So it was really cool. Some went to nursing homes. Others went to hospitals. I... Um, there was a lot of different um, places that locally where we asked people to go and just love on them. And what I loved is that people got really creative on how they were going to love their neighbor, yeah. whatever that was. Um, you know, some were specific, J- you know, Justin loves a little Debbie and he loves the Bozier <laughs> Fire Department. And so he wanted to make sure the firemen got little Debbies. Well, then in Bozier. Well, then we saw, I saw families who were giving just baskets full of snacks to to a fire station, to a police station. Your husband, right? Sean yeah. ended up getting one at his station he, he was at? He got a lot of little Debbies. Um, but in some of these, uh, the parish fire departments, uh, Shreveport City Fire Department, Haunton, they were getting just all kinds of stuff. Somebody went and cooked hamburgers and hot dogs for one. Just they went above and beyond what we thought. And that's what I loved is that God really has. And Bobby would have loved is that he really believed that God has given everybody the gift of creativity. It It's just how you use it and how you apply it. And people were so creative on how they chose to love and, and how they gave. 
Absolutely. And a cool thing too, I'm the online pastor. I'm a little mm-hmm. biased, but being able to help people that are part of the online community do it this time, oh, yeah. we were able to send them out through text messages. Yeah. And so we had some people that did it and they were out of town or people that watch regularly and they got to do it. So my favorite was probably the Spiveys, Paul and mm-hmm. Brittany Spivey, that have been a long time part of the church. They were on vacation, they were out, but they wanted to be a part. And so they tipped big and the waitress came over and just immediately started crying and just didn't know what it mean to me. And yeah. it's such a big deal. And even though you're working the Sunday crowd and sadly the reputation, a lot of times people yeah. don't want the church people. Right. And so Brittany said, I've seen Paul cry a handful of times in my life and he started crying at the table because <laughs> you just don't know yeah. what that means to somebody else and they're I think they were in Broken Bow right. but it's just a matter of that just spreads and you know and I know that the big C church not the best reputation lately there's been a lot of negative news but to that right. waitress that day or those firemen that day it's hard to not think hey these Christians took time out of their day to come and bless me they didn't right. expect anything back they're not asking for something and they just were out in the community doing good. Yeah, and they I just love loved that. me for who I am. Right. Not even yeah. knowing me, but just because of what I do and appreciating it. And again, firemen and yeah. paramedics and all the things of in the news and negative and police officers and that we just showed up and we tried and to we go. We just and showed up. All of yeah. you did that is huge and it's awesome. Hearing the stories, using the hashtag be like Bobby. Mm-hmm. If you're watching, you want to look, just go scroll. There's some other stuff mixed oh, in there. Yeah. But if you want to see some but, of the stories. Yeah, look at the recent be like Bobby yes. posts. If you have a way to, to select that, you get some great. Filter through. If it looks like somebody's smiling, handing out stuff, it's probably us. Yes. Yes. Or do good mystery trip. That's right. also a hashtag. Absolutely. So you can search that. That's kind of fun to see different stories. And one story that we found because of that hashtag was of we had several people in both locations drive through thinking maybe possibly Chick-fil-A was actually open on Sunday. broken the rule. They're actually doing it the first time ever. And then some people, so we had a couple of those drive through and go, oh yeah, it's Sunday. They just forgot what day of the week it was. To be fair, we were in the drive through line and from the street, if you were just walking, oh, there's people there. Yeah, in the tent. Yeah, anyway. So it was, uh, I probably would have done the same thing if I saw people I thought oh I hey. can get my fix um so we had one though because when we sh- um used the hashtag we saw a girl her name's Michaela Patterson local to this area um I big shout out because she is an if army you know recruiter her, send this to yes her, and if you know her we want to get to know her because she came through and by her own disclosure she thought Chick-fil-A, she didn't realize what day of the week it was. She just was rolling through and then was like, oh, well, she goes on to share that as she drove up, she realized the person that was greeting her in this line was the guy who had sold her her car. Of all the things. And that was David Stevenson, who happens to be, just doesn't happen, but as God would have it, is Bobby Stevenson's brother. Who was there serving he that day. He was there serving that day with his family, um, his wife Sammy, his daughter Remy, and he walked up to the car and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and before he says a few words, um, I think it was Ray Lynn is handing her an envelope that says, do you want to take a, a mystery trip? And she's like, am I going to Costa Rica? <laughs> she got so excited. She shared all this on her social media, on TikTok, so... Um, we love that we got to see that, but she ended up taking the do good mystery trip. She knows nothing about the simple church. Never been, no affiliation. Never been, but said if if this guy Bobby's about serving his community, you know I can get behind that. And so she went out and um, made some goodie bags for um, the staff at a local nursing home. Went and delivered that. Took a picture with them. And shared bought her the story. Stuff, made goodie bags in bought, her car. Bought amazing <laughs> stuff, like sweetest, um, sweetest treats. So that was that really touched me because that 
would have meant the most to Bobby. Like the church should be doing this stuff anyway, but that we were out there. We made our, you know, I I just love that we weren't in a building that day. We were outside the walls of a church and we had different people from different churches participate as well because, um, a a lot of people knew Bobby. And so it Mm -hmm. didn't matter. They were part of the simple church. Um, it just mattered that they did it and that they were doing good. And I think Bobby would be so pleased that the body of Christ was working together. Yeah. Speaking of people out of the churches, one of the ones that I pulled as an example was Carolyn Rohr. Yeah. She was a small group leader when I was in middle school at First That's Bossier. Right. Her husband, Bruce, was my table leader for oh. all middle school who's passed away since. And Rachel, I grew up with her daughter and now her granddaughter is uh-huh. in class with my daughter. Oh, so good. Rachel's girl and same. Yeah. yeah. So all these connections of this family, they go to a different church normally, but she took Strawn's pie. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember where she went. She took him to Will's Knight and Progressive Care Center. Oh, wonderful. And so that's what I, she drew, I guess, or yeah. maybe it's just yep. what she picked. Was- and Strawn's pie is always a hit. Everybody's excited to see a Strawn's oh, pie. Oh my gosh. That is fantastic. So yeah, there was all kinds of things happening, all kinds of great stories here um, and around, you know, the U.S., really. Yeah. And I think about all those people in hospitals on a Sunday morning mm-hmm. that, I mean, as a pastor, one of the things nobody told me when I signed up and I tell any of the young guys that are coming up is it is heartbreaking to go visit somebody in the hospital that has no one. That no is doing one. Because I've been very healthy. I've never been hospitalized. Mm-hmm. My family, we would go, we'd check on a grandmother or whoever has been in the hospital. But I just cannot imagine being at that point of your life and there's nobody that's checking on you. Nobody that's there. Nobody that's willing to take the time to come. And then on that Sunday morning for just a little while, whoever that was that shows up to bless the staff. Another story, Jesse Oliver, somebody that grew up with Mallory. Yeah. And she talked about she got one and she just happened, again, no accidents, to draw that she go take care of somebody that's ill in her family. They were already going to go see her nanny that day. She's been fighting through a tumor on her spine. She hasn't been able to walk since May 13th, going through radiation. And so she just asked people on her social media to pray for her nanny. But it was just a reminder and kind of a thing that God saw that. He knew what she was doing and trying to go and that is doing good that is, is being the church of taking care of your own family but then there's people that nobody takes care nobody of. takes and care of medical staff and doctors and people who that become their family phew, so yeah heavy. we did it was great for us i know evan you and i got to experience this together but we did get to go back to the hospital where bobby and to the floor and the nursing staff that had cared for bobby yeah but in that time we saw a lot of people that were by themselves. Bobby had a lot of visitors, sometimes too many. <laughs> Overwhelming amount. We had to say no more. Yeah. But um, but that was because of how Bobby lived his life. And I, I think God gave Bobby those days so that he could hear from so many people the impact he had on his life, which was such a gift. But for many people, they don't have family close by. They're spending their last days in a hospital and those hospital staff becomes their family and it's hard. And they've seen a lot of death over the last two years. A lot of and death. A lot of heaviness and we've gone and fed the hospital oh, and done stuff through goodness. COVID. And yes. The drive up night when nobody could go in. And yeah. I just think about all that though of what the, they've experienced. Yeah. And the overall church, again, mm-hmm. Bixie Church, not always handling things the best way. Right. But I'm just so proud to be a part of someone in a group that said we were going to go and encourage them to just right. cheer for them to feed them to do something for them because they are in the trenches every day every day and so jill was one of bobby's primary caregivers and she was working on sunday so that was such a joy to get to thank her personally yeah we brought delicious crumble cookies for the whole all the staff for for that wing and they were just 
even the doctors were excited. He was snatching a cookie up. <laughs> he didn't even know who Bobby was, but we're like, okay, thank you, you for get taking care too. of all these. Yeah. Anyway, it was so sweet to just hear how much Jill was impacted as a caregiver, as the nurse, um, by the love that she's seen mm-hmm. from folks that were connected to Bobby from the Simple Church. Um, and so it was great to be able to, to give back to her because of how she how well she loved Bobby. But to all the staff. Another care group guy floor. was there working that morning. Oh, yeah. Caleb yeah, Harkins. One of, right. So, one of Bobby's care group. Um, guy that was in with me just happened and to be Caleb there. And Caleb was an incredible um, gift to Bobby in those last few days when there were a lot of questions. And Caleb was qualified to answer the tough, hard medical questions that Bobby had and and Bobby got that from somebody he loved, and I just, what a gift that was. So we're thankful for everyone in our local medical community, and we hope you felt a little love on Sunday um, for what you do to inspire and to bring healing, both physically and um, emotionally, yeah. and a lot of times, too, because they are, for some, the only people that are the physical touch and the um, presence, ministry presence, of presence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I just, I told Mallory when it was happening and we were talking about literally we couldn't even get in to see him because there were so many people in the mm-hmm. hallways and trying to pick a day to go do it. So it's really like the end of It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. except <laughs> he didn't make it. He I passed guess, away, yeah. but he got that gift of people showing up. And I know a heavy thing you had said is at one point in his life, he had mentioned that his fear, one of the things yeah, he was afraid of his was greatest fear. being alone when he passed away. Yeah. And he, Bobby was single. He never yeah. married, never had any children. He was 61 years old and he shared that his greatest fear was that he would die alone. And so and he when, lost both of his parents mm-hmm, recently has gone mm-hmm. through that and walked through it and was alone, living alone. He had yeah. siblings here in town, but right. it's a hard thing. And I think it's just such a, such a outpouring of love and showing for Bobby of those are the things we all want in our life. Right. We all want one day to have people that care about us enough to come. And some people flew a long way yeah. to come say goodbye, see him one more time. But right. we prioritize and live and make the emphasis on, well, we'll get around to that. Or maybe yeah. I'll be in a life group when I can. And I know it's important to have community, but I've got my couple friends and we'll be fine and we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. But all of this just is a reminder to me of at the end of the day, what do you want your legacy? Who do you want yeah. people to say that you were? What do you want people to remember you for? And I think that it was a life well lived. It was it a was. great adventure. That It was a non-traditional. It's not it what went, a lot of people yeah, would say. It was. But he went places and did things that a lot of people have never done. And it's just mm-hmm. something that I think the live a great story is a great tagline we yeah. landed on for this series. Because it was about Bobby. It's inspired by Bobby. But really all of us, we have our own personal mm-hmm. conviction to figure out what our story is going to be. Yeah. What's your story going to be and how, how are you going to tell that story and how are you going to engage people in your story? Cause that's what changes lives is yeah. your, your story can change somebody else's life. And Bobby used his story to do that in a profound way. He gave his life away. I mean, yeah, he, literally he really just did. Spent. He didn't, he didn't have a lot of resources. He didn't own a house. The only thing he owned was a car literally. So when, uh, but he gave it all away. And he if we just did. believe what Jesus says, yeah. <laughs> he literally says Bobby then is going to inherit more mm-hmm. and have more than a lot of us yeah. in the and, other side of things. And in his cars, his last wish was um, for his car to be sold and the proceeds go to a group of guys that will be spreading his ashes in the place he wanted to mm. go. So even till the very end, he gave everything away. And then a friend of mine, Alex Robertson, who was in yeah. Bobby's care group, decided to do a shirt as we were praying for Bobby and we weren't sure if he was going to be able to recover. Mm-hmm. And then all the proceeds from that shirt went to go to Amigo Fiel. 
And so he ended up Operation raised, Christmas Child. Oh, Operation Christmas Child. You're right yes. around. I'm sorry. Operation That's Christmas okay. Child, the other side of that. But he ended up raising do you remember? Um, the it's it was, right under ten thousand dollars. Like ten thousand dollars. Nine thousand eight hundred and something I, to give away. I think the last I looked. Yeah, and Bobby's involved with Operation Christmas Child, which I was thinking that we partner with, with Warriors. They yes, pass it out yeah, and do it. It was all connected. Absolutely. But and yes, it all goes to make sure those boxes get put in the hands of kids so they can hear about Jesus. So get a gift, a simple gift yeah, and then go. It was. So, so Bobby was amazing. Um, the do good day was fantastic, and so the final it, count the at final the end of the day, count. we had a couple hundred people drive through. They went and yes. did all these different things and projects, but the shoes itself, y'all sorted. You're getting yes. ready to go to Juarez, and we ended up with two thousand eighty-eight pairs of shoes. Double and what you counting. expected. Yeah. <laughs> so we have had a few more come in since that uh, approximate count, and so it's probably grown even since then, but. Um, you know, at some point we were like, it's over 2,000 is all I know. So yeah. we're just going. We'll go with that. It's a good yes, guess. But it is. It's so great. So we will take a portion of those. We'll go tomorrow morning early, head down to Juarez. Um, we will be able to use it. Um, some people brought flip-flops and, and things for adults. So we're going to be able to use those right here at home. But the majority of all the shoes are going to Juarez. Um, and, you know, like my daughter said the other night, as we were sorting the shoes, she goes, you just wonder where all these shoes will take somebody mm. and how many miles will be walked in these shoes. And, and only God knows that their story. And so we just prayed over those shoes. And they won't and know prayed. Bobby's name. Yeah. They don't know it came because of him and the people here. But mm-hmm. do you ever read uh, The Five People Who Meet in Heaven? Mitch uh-uh, album. I haven't. Bobby recommended that book to me. It's a great yeah. book, but it's the idea is that he's passed away. He's been a Christian and then he gets to meet the people and the ways that his life yeah. impacted him. Some of them are direct, but a lot of them actually are people that he never met. But right. You just see the ripple effect and who that was. And it's that's a really awesome. cool thing to think about all those kids getting those shoes and yeah. doing good. And that's what Bobby would have wanted. Yeah. I really and I think, think it'll change the world of the students this next week who get to maybe put a pair of shoes on some kids feed or be a part of a distribution. Yeah. It'll change the rest of their life. Um, It did for me at 14. Yeah. Yep. So, absolutely. So, yes. So we can't wait to hear. That's a good tease because next week you get to hear. Yeah, I do. Make sure you subscribe and listen. We're going to hear from Scott and he's going to talk and maybe get one or two other people on the trip Mm -hmm. to come on and be able to do the podcast and hear some more stories of what that was like and what it was. So Robin, thanks for being here today. Thanks thanks for for doing good. Thanks for coordinating it. We're working on another do good day coming up. We are. It's coming really quick. We never stop doing good. You're getting ready to go to Rwanda. I do leave in a couple days for Rwanda. So by the time you hear this, I'll probably be back. That's right. Maybe. And maybe you're listening to this three years from now, but I'm sure we'll still be doing good. (laughs) Thanks for coming to download it in the past. Robin, thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Get each week, each new episode on Wednesdays and leave us a review. It helps people to search and find the podcast. Five stars, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. What do you listen to podcasts on, Robin? Are you a Spotify? Um, I'm a Spotify fan. There you go. So leave it on Spotify. Give us a review and help people find it. Thanks Mm -hmm. again and have a great week.